When Amy Wellencamp set her photography business up 16 years ago, she made every mistake in the book that limited her income potential. Once her wedding and corporate photography businesses disappeared during the pandemic, single mom Amy decided to go all in on photographing families and seniors. She changed her business model to the boutique model and get this, Amy had her first boutique portrait consultation in June of 22. And by December 15th, Amy had sold over $86,000 of her photography in six months and ended the year over $100,000. Today, Amy and I are chatting about the changes she made to get where she is today. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first? without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Hi, Amy. Hi, Sarah. Oh my gosh. Literally, I have been so excited about recording this podcast with you because you're like one of those people in my community that like was the silent person out there just crushing it. <laughs> and then I see this post telling your story about what happened. And I didn't know all of these things were happening. And I was like, okay, we're doing a podcast because I have to know how the heck she did this. And, and wow, I'm just really excited. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Let's just start with your backstory. What's your background with photography and what did that look like? Sure. I officially got my business license about 16 years ago. Um, I stepped out of corporate America um, into photography, and but yet I was a young mom. And so this wasn't my full-time um, thing. I wasn't supporting my family with this. It was a side deal really. And so mistake number one is I didn't set it up to be, um, a full, you know, real deal, full-time thing that could support my family. And so just along the way, just kept adding, you know, more work, figuring out where my strengths were. Yes. Let me jump in here. Can I really quick? Why sure. what were your thoughts? Were you like, I, did you not need a full-time income or you're like, maybe it'll grow into that. Cause you said you made the mistake of not setting it up that way. Was that like in your mind, you weren't looking at it as potential to make the money or what, what did you mean there? That's a great question. So I didn't need to, um, my husband and I at the time had just planned on, you know, he was the breadwinner and we would live off a single income and anything that I made was just extra, but not foreseeing the future that that marriage wasn't going to last and that I was going to need to support myself. Got it. So you didn't have the need. So you were like, this is fun. So you kind of saw it as a hobby and extra money and not a big deal. Okay. When right. did that change? 
you know, it was more of a full-time thing for me when I really launched into weddings, um, probably, I don't know, 2010 or so. And then I would do some corporate work because that was my background. Um, and so, and then also I have a big dance studio I shoot every year. Um, so I had like all these different moving parts that, oh, well, if weddings were good this year, I didn't need to do as many portraits, you know, all these things. But the problem was, is that, all of the different business models were separate. I was, you know, shooting and burning really for weddings and then the portrait side trying to have IPSs, but in the middle of the week, I'm still editing weddings and it just, um, and then trying to be a mom and everything else. It just wasn't working. Got it. So were you doing digital or were you kind of a hybrid on the portrait side specifically? Um, I was a hybrid and so, um, several years ago, I started listening to you and adopting some of the things. <laughs> um, and so I started transitioning into encouraging my portrait clients to, you know, buy prints from me and buy, you know, wall art. And then I would set digitals as a pretty high price point. So probably only 10% of my clientele would buy digitals from me. Um, however, what I was charging for my prints and wall art weren't going to break, you know, bring me in significant amounts of income. Um, and so I just wasn't able to get over that threshold that I needed to for my time, you know, and what I was earning. So how many years did you go that way? Oh, mm, probably. Oh, it's embarrassing. Eight. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, oh, next year will be better. Next year will be better. What were you telling yourself? Yes, or just, you know, I need to do, you know, then kind of looking at the corporate model of um, because my background was in art directing and branding. So I could add that to what I was offering corporations, but really that's shoot and burn too. And so, um, and just kind of trying to see where, you know, the money was. And I just knew that I couldn't do weddings forever. Um, and in corporate work, just it was more and more competitive where there's a lot more people with less experience than me that were charging less. And so portrait work was really um, where I needed to claim my space. Okay. Especially in my area. I live in a destination wedding area. And where so the wedding, I live on the central coast of California, kind of near San Luis Obispo. And so there are the um, competition in the wedding photography industry here is huge. However, in the portrait and senior portrait, especially since the pandemic, there's a lot less of us. Yeah. So talk about the pandemic hit and what happened to your business. So I'd already had started thinking, I, I knew I didn't want to do weddings anymore, but I hadn't quite made that jump. Um, because it's nice to know, oh, I have this coming up on my calendar and these deposits coming in and, you know, the, that safety net. And well, pandemic hits, I lost 30% of my business in five days. So wow. that was, a yeah, that was really um, a hard thing to swallow and look at and like, oh, I'm not essential. And these people that are essential still have their jobs and, you know, and all these things. And so then... Um, you know, rescheduling a couple weddings, um, the big corporate work that I had, of course, got put on hold. And so then I was able to just sit and think, okay. Um, so I signed up for the boutique breakthrough again. <laughs> 
And um, it was, and I was just was in a space where I just, I didn't do it um, because I think it was the middle of like senior season was kind of weird where like we could take pictures with masks on and, you know, just all of that. And I just wasn't mentally ready to do what I needed to do. Early 2022, I signed up for Go Boutique Live and I was like, okay, I'm going to set aside this time. And I'll be honest, after the first day of Go Boutique Live, I was in a pile of tears and overwhelmed and had a headache. And I was like, oh my gosh, can I show up for this again tomorrow? Why? <laughs> I'm curious. What were you feeling? I, know. I think just like, oh my gosh, this is going to take a lot of work. I was scared it wasn't going to work. And I I had already looked at going back into the corporate arena and that overwhelms me for the job I would need to have. Um, it was just going to suck my life away. And so I'm like, I need to make this work. And I think it was just like a grieving process of like, okay, this has to work. And so the next morning I woke up all full of new energy and was like, okay, let's go. So I signed up for peak, which and is, I went, yeah, for yeah, anyone performers. Let's see. Yeah. Peak performers yes. is our 12 month coaching program. So you, you invested in the two month program, but didn't really mm -hmm. do it. And then right. you came to our event and you bought the 12 month program. I'm curious because I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, if you didn't do the two month program, why would you invest in the 12 month program? So I'm just curious, like, what was your thought process? Um, I think I was, I was at a point of like, this is do or die. I need some serious, you know, help with my business, um, and being encouraged by just seeing, you know, all of the great resources I've already, you know, had access to through joy of marketing, um, throughout the years and the different, you know, marketing and things, because it came from that arena, I really understand what a value that is. And I didn't have to create it on my own. Um, and to have, you know, people beside me, walking beside me, I could have, you know, questions answered all the time. This wasn't just, a, okay, let's go through this, you know, eight-week course and then bye, birdie, fly. You know, I just had a team next to me um, for the year. Yeah. was really, um, you know, I saw huge amounts of value in that. And I needed okay. to do that for me. So you jumped in, but then again, you didn't do anything for a little while, right? What happened? Well, actually, this time I did. Oh. I jumped in, but I had I did a boutique breakthrough again. Well, for right. the first time, really. Yeah. <laughs> On the books, it looked like I'd done it already, but I hadn't. And so this time I was like, okay, I'm not missing any of the classes. I'm not skipping any of, you know, anything. And I... I did it. And so then in the meantime, what I did was I have a little showroom space on my property where I meet with my clients and I reworked the whole thing. I took out all of my wedding samples, got all new portrait samples with all the go, you know, the boutique breakthrough different series, um, you know, made all my new price lists, printed them out. And then, because uh, my goal was before this senior portrait season started, because that's a really big um, corner of the market I have in my area or our high school seniors. And I really wanted to be ready for this season. I really wanted to be ready, you know, the year before, but I wasn't um, with this new program. So, yeah. 
Okay, so you're going through Boutique Breakthrough, which really in our 12-month program, if you haven't done it, the first two months are Boutique Breakthroughs. So you're, you're meeting people, you're probably building, you know, some connections with other photographers, starting to get momentum and energy, and you're revamping everything. And then what happened? Um, and then shaking in my boots, I got, you know, a phone call of, okay, you know, of a mom that, you know, was interested in my photography for her high school senior son. Um, and so I was like, okay, here we go. First set up the first phone call, talk to her. And she heard all my prices and was fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she agreed to come and meet with me in person. You know, I did all the seven B's with her and we talked about what she liked um, and kind of planned out the shoot for her son as far as the different series and things and that she liked the art book and, you know, she saw all the pricing and and that was great with her and um, put down her deposit, you know, and picked the date. So, okay, she didn't cancel and... <laughs> Then we, and I just keep acting like this is all normal, um, you know, so we go and meet, we do the shoot, she comes back here, she places, hmm, I think a $2,400 order, and then a, a month later, she placed another $1,700 order. Wow, wow, this is your first boutique client after following the system. Right. Oh my gosh, that is yep. amazing. So yep. when she placed that order and when you added up that first total, were you thinking, okay, she's going to cut or she's going to whatever? I was pretty confident really because okay. we had done all the steps. I wasn't afraid. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, this is what she wants and I'm serving her. This is her only child. Her husband travels all the time and this is really important to her. And, you know, and so, and then she wanted, you know, another several, you know, prints and everything, another $1,700. And so then I sent her a gift of a wood box for her prints, you know, her loose prints. And um, yeah, it was crazy. But in the midst of all this, I had another meeting. Um, like I met with her, she placed her order. And right after that, I had another um, in-person consult. So the dad and the daughter come in. We had done the first phone call. I did actually two first phone calls with their family. So completely explained everything. But he came in and saw the prices and was mad. And he was like, you know, you should give me the digitals for this session fee price. And I, you know, you owe me this and that. And his poor daughter was just shrinking in the seat next to him, but I just had the confidence and the patience and the calmness just to say, I'm just not for everybody, you know, instead of letting that just take me off, you know, it just, um, I was like, no, you're just not for me. And, and that's okay. So, oh my gosh. You know, Thank you for sharing that story because I think people listen to these and they're like, oh, she's some magic snowflake and just magically everything worked for her, but it's never going to be perfect every time. No. Right? And uh, I'm so proud of you because it is at the moment you want to please people. We're pleasers by nature, I think. And it's like, okay, I'll do it just for you for this price. And, and I'm so proud of you for saying, hey, it's not for everybody. And and they went away and and then, right? And you're fine. Yep, yep. yep. And I didn't let it take over my headspace, you know, which I was appreciated you know, just in the coaching and the head trash dealing with that and just like, no, I'm worth it. And that's okay. You know, so you, 
you kind of knew it was coming and you're like, Hey, this is normal. This happens. And it's not me. We just weren't a good fit. It's kind of like dating probably right. a little bit, right? You're going to go on some dates that don't work out. Most people likely, and right. that's okay. Right. You're just different. He wanted different things and what you were offering. Right. You know? yeah, so right. I'm so proud of you for just that quickly. Cause a lot of people, the first time they get awkward and they give in. And then the next time, the next time you just knew, boom, I knew I'm expecting this, not expecting it, but prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think part of what helps me with that too, is I just, I feel there's just an inequity if I am willing to do this for less for so-and-so, but then charge so-and-so a, a larger price because maybe they're willing to pay. That's just really not fair. Yeah. So that, that makes us feel yucky about ourselves, right? Because yeah. then you're like, oh, maybe why did they, you know, well, and you start justifying and becoming a negotiator, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what, you know, the people, I think the businesses that have a sort of bad reputations are negotiable, right? Car dealers, advertising space, like things that, you know, supply and demand a little bit have something to do with. And it's like, we can create our own demand. And if, if you're, if it's not what you want, like this is the price. And I always get when people push back ever on price for anyone listening, like my first thing is no, actually it's getting ready to go up. So you're lucky you got in at this price. Even if it's not, that's just my go-to <laughs> because, you know, um, which usually it is right. It can be, but right. I don't discount and, you know, I don't go in stores asking for discounts. It's so weird. I guess I know. No. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. Yeah, I don't like that, you know, and I just, you know, and I just, you know, I feel honorable when I go shopping and I want yeah. to pay full price and I yeah. love what you have to offer. And, you yeah. know, so it should happen places, for me too. Yeah. And if places are having sales, I'll go sale shopping for sure. But I don't go in and ask for a sale price if they're not having a sale. You know, it's interesting. Right. Yes. Um, Okay. So you had this great client and then you had a wrong fit get in the system and accidentally or whatever, good learning lesson. Then what happened? Because you, if you hit 80 between what, June, July, August, summer, I remember seeing that like it was mid August, um, August Mm -hmm. 10th, you said your sales so between August 10th and mid December were 86. And then you hit a hundred thousand. What did you do in like five, six months? that took, that just blew you up like that. I'm so excited to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, so there was, there was a perfect storm, um, really. So I was, I was set up to succeed first of all, because I had a process, you know, when I was getting these calls, I took over my Google business listing finally about, um, 16 months ago, probably because someone else had hijacked it with some random, um, construction pictures. It was just weird. And so, you know, people are able to find me on Google easier than before, you know, and all these things. And I, um, also I have a relationship with a, um, orthodontist in my area where for the last 10 years, he gives people a mini session with me when they get their braces off. And so I've had a pipeline and relationships there. And so, okay, now I have a new system you know, to get these leads that are coming in and, you know, take better advantage of them when I, you know, am talking to these families. So, yeah, because your background is in marketing, right? You right. you come mm-hmm. from marketing, you're an art director, you get design and things. Um, right. It sounds like when you put overlaid a process for like pricing and the, the sales system, everything, like you have the missing pieces now. Yes. 
Exactly. And I didn't, you know, it wasn't like going back to college, you know, and doing all of these intensive things. I mean, it was, you know, two months of boutique breakthrough, you know, and then all the follow-up that's been happening, you know, with the 12 month program and peak and, you know, off to the races and it shows up in my bank account immediately. That's insane. So I'm just so grateful just that you were willing to share, you know, your knowledge with us and coach us and encourage us. You know, one of my favorite lines that you say is that you'll believe in us until we can, you know, or as a paraphrase, of course, but that's just huge. We all need these cheerleaders and we need to believe in ourselves. Um, yeah. So. Cause I think the when you're out there alone, you you just assume everybody else is making money and there are so many competitors. And I think it paralyzes people from moving forward, right? That whole paralysis by analysis of, of whatever it is and it keeps us stuck. Oh, 100%, exactly. And I think that's the other thing I, well, I know it is of having this community and group of other photographers across the world is that first of all, we're not competitors. And so we're able to really share behind the scenes with each other. Um, and like, Hey, this is working for me. Or what do you guys think about this or that? And to see people's successes and also challenges. And again, not feeling like I'm on this Island or it can't happen, but no, this process works again and again and again and again. So, yeah, I love that about the community too, because I'll teach a, a lesson or we'll, we'll bring out a new campaign and people will take it and run with it and change it and use it for different target audiences. And then groups will form of the pet photographers and the senior photographers and the, you know, people who are loving the same target audience, which is so exciting to see. And you guys, you have a small group that meets every week. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. And I, I love that because when people come into our program, it, it is, you're kind of all alone. So this is like your instant little family who checks in on you and makes sure that you're, you know, just okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And I, gosh, we have um, so many different parts of the program. What do you think your favorite part is? I love the organization of the silos. Um, what, you know, of just the whole, um, the website where we can go and get resources, you know, okay, I want to focus on, you know, um, marketing to seniors. And, you know, this is a whole funnel of all the senior campaigns, or if I want to focus on pets and get more pets here in my studio, um, just the education is there. So I can watch it, I can pause it, I can write notes and, you know, have a system, a really big systems person. And so I don't feel like I'm out there floundering. So yeah, when something goes wrong, you can go back to the system and go, okay, what did I miss? Or did I do something wrong? Or, oh, I skipped that step and that's what happened. Boom, now I know. Right, right exactly. Yep. You don't have to just put it on yourself. So your kids now, those little babies that you were having when I was having babies, are they out of high school, both of them? They are. So I have two college students. So one goes to university, studies marine biology, and the other one, he lives here with me and goes to junior college and plays golf for them. Yep. So it's crazy. They grow Very fast. Cool. So like the world for you now, I mean, it's, it's different when you have the littles, but now what's your dream? What's the big, hairy, audacious goal to be hag for you and your <laughs> business for the next like five years, do you think? Um, it's to uh, keep building and not 
not put a, a ceiling on myself as far as income potential um, is to have better systems as far as this is how much I can do and not, you know, overwork myself in a week. And these are my goals and go after those goals. And then, oh, I want to take off this time and go visit my daughter at school or, you know, and in those, uh, those freedoms, but yet to continue to build this business, um, you know, putting money away for retirement um, and, and just taking care of myself and, okay, I want to buy a new car or even, you know, it's the huge blessing was this last um, quarter of last year, I had a mold problem in my bedroom and bathroom, which was an emergency remodel, but I paid for it with cash. Wow. So, and how, yeah. So that was Imagine just, that everybody. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And what you'll find it with the six figure earners in our community is that that's what they like. We are saying new level, new devil, but now it's like, okay, how can I make that number working half the time or, you know, yep. double that working the same amount of time. Like it's always just refining the little pieces so that you, you can have more of that travel and that fun and the, the, the off season being able to do more. Mm -hmm, exactly. And yeah, my averages, you know, it's like, okay, now I know what my averages are. Let's see, you know, how I can improve the process and increase those averages, you know, so. Is, yep. is that something new for you? Did you not used to look at averages? You just got to sale, whatever it was, it was. Right. Exactly. Yep. That wasn't my, I wasn't following all of that. Um, so no, this is yep. exciting to see. It's like playing a basketball game, but not ever looking up at the scoreboard. To know right. if you're winning or losing, you know, like, are you, what, you got bills, bills versus, you know, income, income versus output, which one's winning. And if you don't look at that scoreboard, it's, it's crazy. So I think that's always freeing to learn. It sounds like you've really embraced that and you're feeling confident with it. Yes. Yes. I was really excited because I was so busy the last quarter, of course, to, I was like, I know I need to tell this story and let you know, Sarah and everybody know what's happening over here, <laughs> but I, I mean, was time to, you know, and so finally I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to put all of this down in my little spreadsheet. And I just was like, oh my goodness, just crying and overwhelmed with joy and just freedom. And I just can't thank you guys enough. So, oh, well, I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your story. And thank you for being here and sharing it with everybody today. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Guys, Amy had done pieces of the boutique model over the years, but not until she put it all together with the help of our team and our systems. She was able to do over $100,000 in six months. She never gave up. And I hope her story has shown you what is possible for you in your photography business this year. It doesn't have to be five years down the road. It can be now. If you'd like the help of my team and I in building your portrait photography business, there are lots of ways we can help you. So check out the links in the show description and get started. And like Amy pointed out, I will believe in you until you believe in you. Let's go. Okay, friend, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I didn't know how to subscribe to a podcast. I know, I know. I'm new to this whole podcast world, but I figure, heck, if I didn't know, maybe you didn't know either. So here's the scoop. 
If you want to get notified on your phone each time I drop a new podcast, do this. First, if you're on an iPhone, open up the podcast app on your iPhone, type in Worth Every Penny Joycast, and you'll see a tiny purple subscribe button. Just tap it and voila! Now you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode and it'll be delivered right to your phone. So you can hit play during carpool, your drive to a session, or during your workout without having to search for it. And while you're there, if you want to tap the five-star button to review it, it's how we get the word out to other photographers who may be struggling and need help too. From your computer, you can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes store. And if you're on an Android phone, you can listen via the Google Play Music app. And as always, this Joycast is 100% free to you.